When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. It's time. It's time. The game is finally here. It's one year since they've won the AFC North. They can do it again, depending on what happens on Sunday Night Football with the Steelers and Ravens. Go Steelers. We move on to this game. Bengals, Bills. What is going to happen? All right. Uh, I know. Such an important game for both teams. Such a cool matchup. You know, we talk so much about how Monday Night Football sucks <laughs> at times because it's like the it's the Broncos again or something. You know, it's like a matchup nobody wants to watch. And I finally got a good one. I haven't looked to see if a Manning cast is going to be for this one or if I'm going to listen to Troy and Joe. You don't think there is? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Okay. It's the last Monday night football game, I want to say. That's true. I just, as a Manning cast fan, I wish this was also a Manning cast because they had a very bad showing for the Manning brothers (laughs) early this season on Halloween. It was like over within the first quarter and they were talking about whatever with guests. They weren't talking about the plays anymore. Um, Man, this game's tough because I think the Bills, it's – they're hot, right? Like they're a very good team right now. They've won a bunch of games in a row. I don't think they've looked their best, which is weird. Uh, I think they're getting some guys back. I think Trey White's very good. I think he up and down a little bit this season just as he's coming back from the ACL. But he is a guy that I think is a little bit of an X factor in this game. Trey White versus Jamar Chase or T. Higgins and or T. Higgins. And then, you know, they have the matchup advantage of Gregor Russo against whoever's at right tackle, even if it is my guy at energy. Uh so the, I think those are two X factors for when the Bengals are on offense and when they're on defense. You've got Stephon Diggs versus Eli Apple, but then you've also got, you know, DJ Reader's always doing his thing. You know, <laughs> Can you get uh, interceptions against, you know, the spine of the defense versus Josh Allen coming away with some turnovers? I think that the Bengals run defense will be fine in this game, uh, but it's hard. It The Bills are on the road and the Bengals are playing at home. Bengals are a very good home team this year. Um, and the fans are showing out. Hopefully that's everybody uh, this Monday. I think it should be a really awesome atmosphere, even though I don't think it's going to be that cold either, right? It's supposed, it's to, be... supposed to be 61 during the day Ooh. and in like the 40s, uh, high 40s at night. Oh, that's beautiful, right? That's like almost perfect football. <laughs> to be like 60 day, 40 night, low wind type situation. That'd be cool. No precipitation. Well, there's uh, a chance of rain late, but like 11 something. So maybe in the fourth quarter. Or overtime. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> nobody, uh, wants nobody wants overtime. Nobody wants the rain in overtime. Only bad things can happen. Yeah. Um, I've stalled enough. I think both teams have this is a very dumb answer. Both teams have a very good shot at winning this game. I, I that's I not think. that's not a prediction. I, I'm getting there. 
Josh Allen's a very good quarterback. Josh Allen, Josh Allen can run a lot. Bengals face a lot of running quarterbacks. They do a good job containing these guys. I'm just trying to talk myself through it. Uh, but we'll just fire one out. 34-31. I do think both offenses have good days. Bengals win. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to talk myself into this one, too. Um, I think this team got really good news when you think of the defense. Talked myself into it. I was talking through it. No, no, I'm talking myself into <laughs> No, I'm talking myself into what I'm about to say. You, you, you were great. I believe everything that you did not talk yourself into it. I, now I'm talking myself into it. I think they got good news defensively today. Um, this is, like I said before, it's a Wednesday practice. It's their first real practice of the day because of that Monday night football game. Sam Hubbard wasn't on the rehab field and he is limited at practice, but he went go with, with the defensive side of the ball today, and he's in the drills. And I think that this team means all business. We've talked about it before, how they handle injuries, and maybe they were going to wait. Oh, you might need him for the Ravens game and then the playoff run. No, this game is huge. Uh, you have these Sunday matchups, and I don't see the Chiefs losing to the Broncos, but goodness, that would be amazing if you fire your coach. There is a stat out there that – You finally uh, gave it up, the, the Chiefs-Broncos game. I'll tell you the stat. There is a stat, and somebody's oh, probably no. lying to me on, on Twitter – Teams are six and one when they fire their head coach and they have to play the next week. So I'm just this saying, season or the past I, five years. I'm just gonna go with um, we're just gonna go over, over like recently <laughs> in NFL history. <laughs> There's been seven games after a coach got fired. Seven coaches fired in It's probably like the last seven games or something. But yeah, it's interesting. I think like I it? think I think players play hard after the, that. I think you hope you draw the Raiders and not the Chiefs for that match. 100%. But Jerry Judy was out on Twitter today um, supporting his guy, Russ Wilson, and they're just going to prove a lot of people wrong. This is their Super Bowl. So if the Chiefs happen to lose that game, number one is on the line for the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously not the Bills because uh, they are in control of the number one seed right now going into this Monday night football game. If the Steelers beat the Ravens on Monday Night Football, looking like Lamar Jackson is going to miss another week to be determined on his timeline when he's coming back, if he comes back next week. AFC North is on the line. And what is so crazy, full circle about it all, is one year ago on January 2nd, they played the Chiefs, they won the division, nobody had them beating the Chiefs. January 2nd, one year later, they're playing the Buffalo Bills, have a chance to win the AFC North for the first time in team history in back-to-back -back years. And it just feels like one of those storybook endings where you don't think this team can have another highlight another huge win and they do it at home they've lost one game it was week one everybody knows the outcome of that game too much is on the line here Josh Allen is a great quarterback this Bills team was predicted in the offseason to go to the Super Bowl for a reason there's still a lot of football left to play and I still feel like this is just the first of two times we see Josh Allen again in 2022 when it comes to the January playoffs I think Cincinnati wins it Yes, I trust the Bengals' defense, and it's crazy when I think it's going to be this close. I think they get in the 30s. I'm going to say 30-27 Cincinnati. I think it's a huge boost that Sam Hubbard could be back for this game. And just what a huge home field atmosphere that this is going to be on Monday Night Football. So, I fully yeah. agree with you about Sam Hubbard this week because they're probably going to do a plenty of quarterback run stuff, and you want Hubbard for that because that's what he does such a good job defending. Um, all right, I looked it up. So they never won the AFC North back-to-back. -back. Can you tell me the last time the Bengals won the AFC Central, which is what it would be, back-to-back? -back? Yeah. They've only ever done this once. I went through all of the history on a quick glance there. Um, did they do it? Oh, my gosh. I feel so dumb if I say it. Um, how many years ago? <laughs> Give me a clue. <laughs> 
It would be 40 years ago to the to the uh, year 81, 82 is when yep. they won why the didn't Central we, Why didn't we think of that? Sorry. Um, but still. You're fine. I, I didn't think you would get it. <laughs> it was before our lifetime um but i um but i still think it's pretty incredible again maybe it's too much storybook and in the battle of these quarterbacks this isn't as much storybook as what we're hearing about whitworth and how he's gonna walk onto the field with a every with a you know standing ovation for the super bowl yeah that's insane i'm so glad we can finally talk people into realizing that wasn't going to happen today you know how fast twitter moves from andrew whitworth to, to now they're mad about hakeem adenogy so they want to replace him <laughs> you don't even want him to start <laughs> like, <laughs> in the world um but but no not to make this like oh what what a cool thing right now for for the cincinnati franchise but they drafted Joe Burrow. Everybody remembered, you know, in that April in 2020, uh, what an odd year because of the COVID year. They draft Joe Burrow. He's going to change the franchise forever. Um, obviously, everybody knows what happened his rookie year, and he comes back. He takes this team to a Super Bowl, wins comeback player of the year. You have rookie of the year on the team. This defense is one that is so – I don't. I still don't feel like people pay attention to it. Um, Lou has really changed it for the better and just kind of a full circle of what you wanted when they drafted Joe Burrow, these big games. Now we're in January. This team um, could have a franchise best if they get to 12 to 13 wins um, and, and all possible if you win on Monday Night Football when you have the Baltimore Ravens coming t- to town the following week. This is why you get excited about drafting your franchise quarterback. Um, I feel Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes are the three best quarterbacks in the AFC. You know, there's there's a topic of conversation if they're the best in the NFL, but I do feel like they're the best in the AFC. And it's really cool to have this guy who's changed the franchise, who's been through really tough times. And and yeah, I know the Andy Dalton years where they did go to the playoffs five years in a row and they lost all those games. Um, this is different and and no game feels too big for Joe Burrow. And uh, I think that it's going to be really cool just the whole day of Monday Night Football. It's kind of different from when they played the Cleveland Browns and it was like, oh, they're playing on Monday Night Football. It's Halloween. It never really kind of felt big deal. And this one is just what you you want as a sports fan, as an NFL fan, as, as a team of the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals. You think about these games. And I think that's what's going to be really fun about Monday. Yeah, uh, it was. <sighs> It's what you, uh, yeah, it is what you hope for uh, when you have a guy like Joe Burrow in an offense like this and a team this good is that you're playing these fun games late in the year. You are playing, instead of watching Chiefs, Rams, 51, 47, whatever that score was, that's my guess. Uh, Instead of watching that, you're watching your team do that same level of hype for a game. And that's, that's what's cool. Uh, for the fellow Manning heads out there, Manning cast is not this week. Next, the last one of the season is the wild card game. It's actually not been happening for like two weeks. That's that's where the ratings are right I know. now. <laughs> that's where I was. I was like, are they saving it? <laughs> I assumed if it, they were doing it this week, it was done. They're going to do it for the playoff game, though. I just looked it up. Like, okay. <laughs> Nope, not happening. But I, I kind of want to bring this up because um, I mentioned the defense and then Lou Anaruma. And, and every time I'm like, no way Lou does it again. No way Lou does it again. I thought that every single time they played the Chiefs. I thought that last week when they were playing the Patriots, I'm like, sorry, sorry, defense. Like, this is the one where you're just not going to be able to stop. Like, they're probably going to score and you're going to have to figure out a way for Joe Burrow to drive down the field or Evan McPherson to hit the game winner. It is. Are you, do you predict that Lou's going to have something we haven't seen this year? What, just for this game? Yeah. 
they do everything so it's almost like i i I'm, no but mm-hmm. who knows i don't know maybe maybe he dials something up that we haven't seen i think he's gonna have some adjustments i think he likes to get to he, they have such good continuity with this whole team that they could just do whatever they want like they hit the field and they're just like uh middle of the game and he could just go like yeah we're not you know let's send more pressure we're not doing enough of that or you know some teams can only play, you know, certain things because there's so much time you devote to things, but they never play two man. But he could at a switch of a dime, he could just go, We're gonna play two man now, or something like that. You know, it's just cool. I I think that's gonna be one issue with uh players leaving over time and maybe the coordinator leaving, we'll see. Uh, is that you know, it's not gonna be I don't know if you'll be able to hit the same level of fun and adaptability in the defense. He's such a good game plan coach. I think he's going to have a good game plan for this game. And I almost feel bad predicting that the Bills are going to score 30 points because it's like there's, some, there's been two teams that have done that, the Browns and Steelers in garbage time. <laughs> uh, they both scored 30-plus, and those are the only two on the year. I mean, talking about a team that held the Chiefs to 24, and I don't think – he's always done well against the Chiefs. So can he put something together, hold the Bills to 24 points? Possibly. I think the Bills also have, at times, an underrated defense. And Mm -hmm. can they give the Bengals a little bit of trouble? Possibly. I've talked before about how Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, they like to, you know, lock horns with these corners that are physical. Trey White's one of the most physical corners out there. So do they lock horns a little bit and that slows them down? Maybe. Or does Jamar overpower them, use, you know, all this other stuff? I don't know. It's, It's such an interesting game to me. I just, I think there's a story to be written for either side to win this game. And I just think it'll be close. I think that's the main takeaway I have. I think the Bengals win. I'm not overly confident in that. I think that Vegas is wild, making the bills, the favorite on the road. These two teams are equal, man. (laughs) We need to stop this. Uh, They don't even have Von Miller anymore. So I don't know. I'm expecting a really good game. And I think the Bengals come out on top, but Overall, I we'll do it again. Who do you think throws for more yards, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? It was in my head. It was legit in my head. My next question for you when I when I was thinking about Josh Allen, I I'm kind of twisting your question a little bit differently. How I'm going to ask you, but I think Joe Burrow does. I you look at other other quarterbacks out there, and if it's not garbage time, nobody's going to throw for over 300 against Blue in this defense. I think Tom Brady was the only one to do it, and then he had that garbage time touchdown late in the game. I think Joe Burrow does. I just, it's it's me putting all my eggs in a basket and trusting that they can stop Josh Allen on the ground as a runner uh, with Sam Hubbard, with Trey Hendrickson, with that pressure. Um, you have DJ Reader, you can stop the run game. Um, he's going to throw it. Maybe Stefan does, does have a, himself a day, but I think they let him eat and they find a way to stop them in the red zone. I don't know. That's just where I'm at right now. I, I think it's going to be Joe Burrow. Josh Allen has one 300-yard performance uh, since week 11. So that's what, one, two, three, four. It, His past six games. So that leans me to say Burrow. But I also think the Bengals have more success on the ground than the Bills. So mm-hmm. maybe that leads it to Allen. I'll just, you know, we'll hit we'll hit both sides. I'll say Allen. I think the Bengals still mm-hmm. win, but I think Allen throws for more yards. I don't know. And the thing is, they don't need Joe Burrow. I don't think they need Joe Burrow to throw for over 300 to win the game. I think they can still find a way to win. You you need your best player in Josh Allen to 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 almost do it all out there. No no offense to Tafan. I just said he's going to probably cook. 
Um, but Josh Allen is here's the thing about Josh Allen. He isn't afraid to get in harm's way a little too much. I think if he was my franchise quarterback, I'd be like, all right, Josh, let's, uh, let's keep calm and cool out there. I'm not trying to get your elbow injured a little more or just put yourself. I mean, he's not afraid. He embodies the energy of jumping through a, a table. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely fits Bill's mafia just fine. Um, but no, I mean, and overall I'm, I'm really pumped about this game. I really do hope it leads to the expectations that we're going to hear all weekend. When you think of, you know, the game of the season between these two teams, when the schedule came out in April and May, we didn't think, or we, we probably all thought, I hope this game means something. And uh, it could mean the number one seed. And I think that's absolutely just exciting to think about where this team started after Owen two uh, to where they're at now as one of the top teams in the AFC. You could say the same for Buffalo and Kansas city and Cincinnati. So What's up on all Bengals? What's going to be up besides Hakeem Adeniji? Are you going to change a little, little bit of it up? Or are you going to put maybe an Isaiah Prince article up? It's too late. <laughs> it's the Hakeem Adeniji article. Check it out. Hopefully he starts. <laughs> the thing is, and I want to say this for our mailbag questions, we did get a plenty of Hakeem and Isaiah Prince stuff. It's wild because some of you asked those before the news broke out um, that it was more than likely going to be Isaiah Prince, that you had a lot of questions about the right tackle position. Um, I didn't get to all of them because obviously we, we hit on in the first segment, but thank you as always for sending those. We will be back. We'll have a recap of this game on Tuesday, so make sure you listen to it and then kind of a look ahead to the Baltimore Ravens game. Maybe we're talking division champs. Maybe we're talking a loss on Monday Night Football, but um, should be a good game. Follow along on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at Ellen Diaz Patterson. Thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.